I wonder if a podcast can be in any way, shape, or form into a medium of writing. Like, obviously, you're hearing me. It's audio. And I've told you before, this podcast is kind of like a journal full of my opinions and perspectives and just things I think you should know about. So maybe, well, maybe it's just a blog. <laughs> what, what, what am I talking about? Maybe just a podcast in a writing form is just a blog or a journal that's exp- expressed to people almost every day. Uh, the only reason I bring that up when it comes to just writing in general, I mean, first of all, it would be nice to write, you know, like, let's get back to, to writing and the, the fact of the matter is that we're not in school anymore, so we should try to keep ourselves on our toes and challenge ourselves. But ever since I've been out of school, I found my love of reading again. So, I mean, when someone writes something, you have to read it. And when and sometimes when you write something, you have to double-check your work, so you have to proofread it. I wonder, and I think I am, but I wonder if I'm the only one that feels like reading is back in my life. And, and, and let's be clear, very clear. We're talking about paperbacks, paperback books. We're not talking about Kindles. We're not talking about, you know, like, like scripts. I mean, I guess you can read a script. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're talking about books that you can feel in your hands, that you could turn the pages. Maybe you get a little cut, a paper cut. But reading has found a way into my life again. Because when you are so far removed from school and you read a lot, you probably miss it. But also just the fact that you're reading for pleasure. You're not reading for the grades. You don't have that kind of pressure to do well. You don't have that pressure to even read it every night. Like I remember back in high school. Or to read a certain amount of pages when it comes to classes and your textbooks for college. I read as much as I want when I want. I get to choose any book I want. I mean, if you want to buy an expensive book, go ahead. But you really don't have to. You can... Go back to your childhood home. I mean, there should be books somewhere, whether it's in your room or somewhere in the house. I mean, there's just a plethora of books at my house. You can buy it on websites, buy it on stores. But just think about it. You're in control. When it came to uh, school, you had summer reading. Some people probably didn't even read the book. It's a nice asset in your life to read, to make it a hobby instead of being on your phone. Which is much better for your eyes, by the way. Much better for your eyes. I, I actually, health-wise, if you have time in the morning, like let's say you don't have to go to work and maybe it's like the weekend, I suggest that you read after you wake up or that you read before going to bed, which is probably what most people do anyway. Because you don't want to have your eyes see a screen, see electronics, 30 minutes before you go to bed, up to one hour after you wake up. So reading can fill that void if you're willing to go that route. And as I was saying, I mean, when it comes down to it, you are in control of the whole thing. Maybe if you don't feel like up to read, you don't have to, right? You you can do whatever the hell you want. You can read any book. You can abandon the book if you don't like it after the first few chapters. I think the biggest thing when it came to just in school is that The Great Gatsby is a great book. The Fault in Our Stars is also a really good book. The Kite Runner, also a really good book. Fahrenheit 451. And there's probably other books out there that you read on the side. And there's definitely other books that I'm just forgetting right now. But they didn't feel that great. 
Oh, uh, Catch of the Rye. Classic. They didn't feel that great. They didn't feel like a classic because we had to read it for a purpose. A purpose in which we didn't sign up for. If we had the choice, we probably didn't really want to read in school. We had other things going on. We had essays. We had other classes. We had projects. We had social life, athletics, family. Like, being in school really was like a job. And anything a part of that job, you're probably not going to like unless you, like, signed up for it. Unless you really wanted to do it. Unless it was your idea. So even though reading is something that all of us can get behind, especially even around that age, you probably didn't sense what you were reading. You probably didn't sense how much you actually like it today because of what purpose you were reading for. You were reading for school. Now that you're reading for yourself and you have the option to read anything you want, to explore, to learn anything you want and not read for a certain, I don't want to say agenda, but like they, they try to teach you lessons, you know, on how to like grow up and what to be aware of in the world and whatever. For, for you, it could be like anything, like I read a book about Monica Lewinsky, you know, because I didn't really know so much about that whole thing and I realized who Linda Tripp was and I realized... You know, what the whole thing was about with, with Clinton. I also read a book about Cyprus and, and its role when it came to the Cold War, which was very fascinating. I, I actually know the author personally, and that's why we had a copy of the, of the book. So, I mean, there's many different ways to go about it. And it feels great when it's on your schedule. I mean, it's not to knock our teachers. I love the teachers at Haverford High. I love the teachers at Drexel, but damn it, they gave us too much to read, and most of the time, we didn't even want to read, so, like, I, I love them, and quite honestly, if you think about it, they were kind of like the messenger, but they, fact matters that as the teacher, they can decide, you know what, maybe we shouldn't read everything, oh, you know what, like, they had some leeway, the school, the administrators said, like, okay, you gotta read these amount of books, or whatever, like, you gotta read these books, the teachers could have said something, but... It, they probably didn't want to get any trouble. I get that. So now, again, just farther and farther removed from dealing with that. Like, I think out of all the assignments that were handed out on a weekly or daily basis, reading was probably the more strenuous one. You felt like you had to know enough information going into the next class. Sometimes you got even got tested on it, you know, like to, t- to test like whether or not a student actually did read what they're supposed to read so like again not being being that structure not being that environment and wanting to do well and just just going out and just saying uh, saying to yourself what do i want to know today what am i going to learn today and just reading as a hobby reading for yourself i mean you don't have to read obviously I don't, i'm not trying to force you in, into anything but i know reading is just a great medium of telling a story using written words. Like, I I can't imagine how many times I said that movies is a great way to tell a story. Music is also a great way to tell a story. Artwork. So, when it comes to reading, you have a plethora of options out there. It doesn't need to be the classics that I just said a little bit earlier ago. You can read anything you want. It could even be poems, for all I, for all I care. Short stories. I love short stories. Like, um, I forget the first thing, but Bergeron. Like, we're talking about, like, in the future, and you're dealing with this 
massive human being. He put like uh, like he he's arrested. He has all this stuff on, and then he strips it away, and it's just like the society of like trying to make everybody equal. You know, that's a short story of like what five or six pages. I mean, if you don't want to read a novel that's three hundred pages, go ahead and read something that's only ten pages worth. I mean, there's tons of content out there, and it gets you away from this world into their world. It's an escape. And like I said, it's good for your eyes instead of going on your phone. And it makes you think. It makes you learn. It makes you just, it, it challenges you to, to, you know, keep up with it, right? Again, like, you may not like something in the first chapter. If you keep up with it, you might start liking it throughout the other chapters. So, I mean, again, you read as much as you think that you, that much as you want to when you want to you don't even have to pay for it in my opinion i mean there's there's probably tons of great options at your home or maybe you bought something years ago maybe you can reread it there's nothing wrong with that maybe a dollar or two at stores or websites i mean there's just not that many negatives to reading and it doesn't make you feel any particular way like i feel like older people you know like adults maybe older adults they when you think about reading, you think about them. There's nothing wrong as a 25, you know, someone who just graduated out of college. Nothing wrong with it. I actually see it as a huge plus. If you want to read magazines, go ahead. That's fine too. Newspapers. Obviously, you can read articles on the internet. You can also write stuff. There's, I, I actually encourage that to put your thoughts, put anything that you have down on paper. But still, reading, it, it all about imagination there's nothing like it so I, I I'm not necessarily sure if reading is back per se because it might have already been back before I got on the train but you should get on the train too you should find some books that you like and challenge yourself to read as many books as you can in a given year who knows maybe, maybe you write a book I mean I probably won't but maybe I can and will someday who knows but all I know is that it's it's all there for you. And I wouldn't say no to anything. Keep your mind open to things that you don't know. Things that you feel like you should know. And also, here's a big thing too I just remembered. Learn a little bit about, about the author. Get a little bit of context. The background of them and the time in which it was published. Like especially I encourage reading books before you were born. Because with the Monica Lewinsky thing, it gets brought up here and there. And I didn't understand of how big it was. I knew it was big. But then I really understood of, you know, it was a daily talking point for months. So I didn't understand, like, how big it was to the extent it was. And that's where reading can really broaden your eyes into history and into how it still can affect society or the impact that it did have on life. And that's just one example. I, I'm not necessarily going to say, or like, you know, that that whole big charade, like, had a huge effect. But, like, there's definitely a lot of events that did. Like, maybe an event, invention or a discovery. Read about it. Learn more about people, also the author. I mean, what are you waiting for? Maybe just me. If, if it is just me, and, and maybe I'll, I'll just end on this, like, go ahead. Once you finish this episode or if you want to listen to another episode please do we got tons of episodes just get off your phone find a good book 
lay it down by your bedside, maybe make a reminder. Yeah, I'm going to read this book tonight. It it just it it's nice to challenge yourself. It's nice to keep yourself on your toes. It's to have initiative, to take that initiative and to do it, and then to finish something. You know, it's it's almost like a proud moment, an accomplishment that yes, I did that. It's almost like cooking something. Yeah, I made that. I finished this book, and you can have it, or you can see it any other way that you want. Or if you don't want to read, then I would suggest you know find find a hobby that that you can keep up with almost daily. Other than that, with this quick episode, I'm double. Thanks for listening, and go ahead, surprise me with your reading, okay? Like if if you want me to give you some recommendations, I would love to. Or you could say like, double, you should really check out this book, in which. I will. I definitely need some uh, more books by my bedside. I, I only have one left. I got. I gotta read. I'm reading about Christina o- Oasis. I'm not sure you ever heard of her. She's the daughter of a, of a billionaire. She became a billionaire herself. And I got this book called Perfect Murder, Perfect Town, based on a true story with something that happened in Boulder, Colorado. Got a lot of options out there, and talk to people about it. You know, I'm not necessarily going to say like to start a book club, but there's just Tons for you to do. It's a whole new world out there. Reading can definitely open a lot of doors and eyes, and I suggest you take those as soon as possible. Other than that, I'll see you, I'll see everybody very soon. Hopefully, you all are doing well. Stay well, and try to help others as always. Thanks. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.